Welcome to Sophie and Sebastian, a podcast of stories for children. In this episode, it's Halloween, and Sophie and Sebastian are not scared to go trick-or-treating. Or are they? Let's find out. This story is called The Wildwood Witch. It was autumn and the trees were losing their leaves. In the mornings the pale sun shone through their tangled branches and they shivered in their nightgowns of frost. The days were short and the darkness crept in quickly. Pools of water stood silently in the gutters and the street lamps cast an eerie glow. It was the spooky time of year. Mrs. Wilson, the old lady who lived next door, was telling Sophie and Sebastian a scary story. You know that gnarled tree in my front garden, she said. That was once a child just like you. Sophie looked out of Mrs. Wilson's window. You mean the hollow tree where the bees made a nest? That's the one. She was a naughty child. Her name was Emily. Mrs. Wilson sighed and shook her head. What happened? asked Sophie. And then she added, Not that I believe you. Oh, the witch got her. What witch? You mean witch, witch. There are lots of witches. Which witch, then? The wild wood witch. Maybe you've heard the song they sing about her? No? Can we hear it? I don't know. It might scare you. We're not scared, right, Sebastian? Sebastian shook his head. I'm not scared of a witch. I would just put a skipping rope around her and throw her in the water, and then the sharks will eat the witch, and I'm still alive. That's the way to do it, said Mrs. Wilson. And then she sang the song in a low, scary sort of voice. Oh, my children, don't go skating when the moon is in the sky, and the wild wood witch is waiting with her evil, evil eye. Oh, the wildwood witch is waiting, she is watching through the trees, she is itching to be witching all the children that she sees. So go home, my little children, do not wander in the dark, or the wily witch will find you, and your skin will turn to bark. Oh, the wildwood witch will switch you from a child into a tree, and your arms will turn to branches and you'll never more be free. Oh, the wildwood witch is creeping through the twisty, twitchy trees, and the children all are weeping, waving wildly in the breeze. And that is why, said Mrs. Wilson, all children should be in bed on time. Did Emily stay out too long? asked Sophie. Much too long. And look, now she is a tree, pining away. Maybe we could give her a hug, said Sophie. I'm sure she would like that, said Mrs. Wilson. Now, I think you better go home because it's almost supper time. And after supper, said Sophie, we're going trick-or-treating. I hope you'll stop by my house. We will. Then Sophie and Sebastian walked home, and as they did so, they took a good look at Mrs. Wilson's tree. It did look kind of sad, all short and stunted, with a hole in the trunk where the bees had made their home. 
Sophie gave the tree a hug. You never know, she said. Even if it isn't Emily, I still like trees, and I don't mind hugging them. Sebastian laughed. It's not an Emily, he said. It's a tree. But what if it's true, said Sophie. And what if the witch is actually Mrs. Wilson? Mrs. Wilson? Maybe she is. She gives us candy sometimes, and she's old and rickety, and she lives all by herself. Sebastian looked a little frightened. Maybe she wants to turn us into trees, too. You're scaring me, said Sebastian, and he ran away home. After supper, all the kids dressed up for trick-or-treating. Tessa was a mad scientist. Lucas was a wizard with a pointy hat. Sebastian was a fireman, and Sophie was a robot. A robot? asked Mum. Don't you want to be a princess? I am a robot. I am a robot, said Sophie in a robot voice. She was wrapped in tin foil, and she walked around the house bumping into things. Watch where you're going, said Dad. I can't. I am a robot. I am a robot. A very bad robot, apparently, said Dad. Then each of the kids took along a bag, and Dad told them to stay together and not be too greedy. So we can be a little bit greedy, asked Lucas. You know what I mean, said Dad, and he sent them outside. First they went to Bert and Fran's house. All along the walkway were carved pumpkins with grinning faces, set alight by glimmering candles. Lanterns were swaying gently in the trees, and spooky music was coming from the porch. Sebastian and Sophie were holding hands and letting Tessa and Lucas go first. Nothing to be scared about, said Tessa, and she rang the doorbell. Fran opened the door. Trick or treat, shouted everyone. I'm not one for tricking, said Fran with a wink, so I will just give you a treat. Then the mad scientist and the wizard picked out some chocolate, and the fireman got a sucker, and the robot chose an apple. An apple? asked the wizard as they left. Are you out of your mind? asked the mad scientist. Don't you worry, I'm just being a good girl, and when I go to the dentist I won't have any depravities. Cavities, you mean? That's what I said. Then they got to Mrs. Wilson's house. Everything was dark. Some of the boulders in the garden glinted in the moonlight. And if you strayed from the path, smoke would rise from the lawn, and horrid voices would mumble ghastly things, and hands would come out of the ground and reach for your ankles, and you would be sucked into the earth, and your legs would turn to roots, and your arms and hands would turn to branches, and your fingers would stretch like spindly twigs towards the starry sky. This is what Lucas said anyway, and when he said it he even scared himself. I wonder if she's even home, said Tessa. Look, what's that? said Sophie. Two little lights were dancing on the porch, and sometimes a streak of white would shine below. Is it a skeleton? asked Lucas. I don't know, said Tessa, but I'm okay with skipping Mrs. Wilson's house this time. I'll go see, said Sophie. 
She shivered as she said it. Are you sure? said Lucas. We'll wait here for you if you like. Sophie took a step forward. I can do this, she said to herself. I'm a good girl, today at least, so the wildwood witch can't turn me into a tree. Sophie looked at Emily's tree. The hole in her trunk looked like a gaping mouth. Sophie took a few more steps. On the porch, the eyes were moving around. They were moving much too fast to be Mrs. Wilson. One moment they would come close to the railing, and then they would leap through the air and rest close to the ground. Is it the witch? thought Sophie. She took another step. What do you see? shouted Tessa. Sophie did not answer. She decided to be as brave as she could be. She thought to herself that it might help if she pretended to be a robot. Mrs. Wilson had said that the witch only cared for naughty children. So Sophie walked straight onto the porch, swinging her arms and chanting, I am a robot, I am a robot. What is she doing? said Lucas in wonder. I think she's being a rowboat, said Sebastian. But when Sophie got to the porch, she made a startling discovery. Those dancing eyes that she had seen belonged to Darcy, Mrs. Wilson's cat. It's just Darcy, Sophie shouted, and when the others arrived, they all laughed. That was scary, said Sebastian. It sure was, said Tessa, and it was a real relief when Mrs. Wilson opened the door and light streamed out and everyone went in for a cup of hot chocolate and a pick of their favorite treats. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play, on Facebook and on our website, sophieandsebastian.com. If you know of someone else who might like these stories, why not share the podcast with them? That's it for now. Hope you'll tune in next time. Thank you.